Tina Koto, Tina Tata, everybody, it's your girl Morgana. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why I just turned that into a musical, but I did because I can. This week I want to talk to you about awkwardness. Something happened last week to me. I was in a situation, people. I was in a sitch, and it actually created a great opportunity and a great teaching lesson for me. For my, for my own self, for my own damn self, and for the people that I deliver to. So that's what I'm talking about today, people. Awkwardness, how we can deal with it, and how we can move past it, people. Move past the awkwardness and get to a place of evolution. Yo, that's what we're up to today. I wanted to talk to you about what it is to actually sit in awkwardness. So here's the situation. Here's the context. Um, I want to teach people, right, to deal with discomfort and to be comfortable being in discomfort. Now, that might sound a little bit of an oxymoron, and it is in a way, but what I'm actually saying is, If you are uncomfortable, or if we are uncomfortable, usually our reptilian brain is saying, get the f*** out of there. Like, get out of there. This is uncomfortable. Let's either change the subject, remove ourselves. This is not cool. However, because we are conscious, aware, hopefully woke beings, what we actually need to do in order to evolve ourselves is to sit in the, in the awkwardness or the discomfort, right? So, for example, if I said to you, if you're a white person living in New Zealand, and I said to you, hey, guess what? You reap the benefits from your ancestors stealing land off my ancestors. You get the benefits and the privilege of that right now. Ooh, awkward uncomfortable it actually probably might make you a little bit angry but hey truth hurts anywho my point is I'm not trying to attack you (laughs) by the way that was an example so relax the point is is that that feeling that you get when things are true but uncomfortable and you kind of feel like you want to get angry in order to protect yourself from that awkwardness that feeling is what we need to be able to sit in and wait. We have to wait in it because it doesn't actually last that long. Hmm, have a think about it. So much of the untapped potential of biculturalism and the opportunities for people to evolve themselves are stopped. So many of these opportunities are stopped in their tracks because people can't handle the first or the initial discomfort of the thing. If we think about anything that we take on that's new, we're going to go through the, a, a stage, it's going to start off all lovely, lovely and great, and then we're going to go through a stage of discomfort. And that, stage two, um, is what is going to be the decider of whether or not you continue on in your journey. Now, when it comes to biculturalism, when it comes to me teaching you about te ao Māori or the Māori perspective or the Māori world, there are things in our history that is going to make you feel awkward AF. 
because the history is harsh AF and we just got to deal with that like and I'm not talking about Māori dealing with it either we are dealing with it don't you worry about that I'm talking about non-Māori who live in our country um, and are in this awkward and strange position of wanting to know more but then realising that you're part of the picture that is part of the problem that Māori have to deal with. Um, However, we do have a way forward. We do have a way forward. Trust me. And part of that way forward is the acceptance of the awkwardness that is created when we talk about our history because it really is uncomfortable and I understand and I empathize because I am very intuitive like that. Um, I'm not trying to be white. I'm not trying to just be Māori. I'm trying to be me. That's who I am. But it's not about me at the moment. It's about the kaupapa, which is moving forward. So if y'all ever, ever really want to get into the nitty-gritty, the nitty-gritty of what it is to be bicultural in New Zealand, to be a Pākehā, to be a white New Zealander, and really have a strong sense of identity, which most Pākehā don't, and I do not (laughs) speak on your behalf, by the way, Um, that's based on a lot of research and interviewing over years that I make that statement. So I'm not speaking for you, but that has been the feedback. Um, Many Pākehā don't have a strong sense of identity because their ancestors didn't come from here. And so when you're saying you've got Irish ancestry or Scottish ancestry um, or wherever, English, those countries are way, way away and most of the people haven't been to those countries. So they don't have an affiliation there. They don't have a connection there. Um, they don't have what we would call in Te Ao Māori a hononga or a relationship with those countries. They do have a relationship or an affinity to this country that we live in. And when I say they, I'm talking about Pākehā still. Um, the problem is, is that it still doesn't make them indigenous. Indigenous to this country, right? Which kind of has a whole confusing way about it for white New Zealanders because they feel like they belong to this country. I don't mean to use the word they in a derogatory way, by the way. Um, It's just my language at the moment. And I hope you know me well enough by now to know that I'm a very open, cool, calm and collected person. Anyway, um, is that they feel a connection, a honunga, an affinity to this country, to the land, but because of the ancestry, can't truly feel as though they belong because they're not indigenous to this land. Now, as a Māori, I feel very indigenous. (laughs) Just saying. I don't know if you picked that up or not, but I feel very indigenous in the way that my ancestors, who were the first peoples here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, have been here for hundreds, thousands even, years. So, a thousand years. So, you know, there's a long time to create a relationship with a place. Um, And, you know, it makes it hard on the white New Zealanders. I get that. I understand. 
Now, I'm sure after hearing that kind of um, kōrero, or that kind of talk, some of you might be feeling like, actually, Morgana, I do feel like I'm from this land. I do feel a connection to this land. What I'm talking about is from a cultural point of view. So I, if you are like a farmer and you like toil, work the land, toil the land all day or a day, then I'm sure you have your own individual physical connection to the land. I get that. But I'm talking from a cultural perspective where it's not just about you. It's about your lineage and it's about our lineage and how they come together in a most uncomfortable and awkward way. Um, so I don't want you to be offended and if you are, apologies I'm not out to offend people but hey, I've got an opinion and you're listening to it so it must be important no, just kidding um, I don't want to waka iti or belittle anyone's opinion or feelings no, uh, opinions are opinions feelings, I don't want to be an unkind human so, you know, just take that into account that I'm not trying to make you feel like crap but I am trying to get across to you, my non-Māori folk out there, that our history is really, really bad. Like, I mean, even learning about the history of the whole confiscations of lands and, you know, stolen lands and all of that, oh my God, doesn't even scratch the surface. My ancestors were raped. Women and children right you know that shit is dark like that is some horrible feeling shit right there and so whilst we don't want to dwell in the darkness what we must do as i alluded to in the beginning is that we have to accept that that happened from both sides i mean maori don't have a choice Māori don't have a choice. We don't have a choice of whether or not, oh, can I accept that? It happened. It happened because we are reaping the generational trauma of it. We know that it happened. But y'all, but y'all got the good end of the stick. Y'all, non-Māori, talking about y'all Pākehā out there, you got the generational benefit from it. So... That's why it's so awkward between us because when Pākehā turn around and say, I'll oh, just get over it, dude, dude, if your ancestors, like right up until your grandmother, were raped, like, dude, come on, that's not something you just get over. And because we're still processing it, here's another thing because we're still processing it as Māori and we're working on ourselves basically because that's how we do, we lift each other up. Um, it actually, you guys haven't actually had the opportunity to really look in the mirror and say, actually, you know what? I mean, on the individual level, certainly, you know, but as a culture, not all Pākehā relate with all Pākehā, but Māoridom, we Māori, we all got something in common. Like, even if I didn't know that Māori over there, if I saw a Māori over in Scandinavia, I would immediately be drawn to that Māori. I would be like, yo, what's up? And, and it's a kind of the same with the whole Kiwi thing over, you know, abroad. All the Kiwis get together, you know, um, all the expats get together. But when it's a Māori thing, it's for real. 
it's for real, y'all. And so, you know, there's there's an opportunity there for non-Māori, for Pākehā, to take by the horns and to go, you know what, it did happen. I understand and I really get that I benefit from that. And now my way forward is to learn about the indigenousness of this culture and to call out those who are being racist to the indigenous people of this land. I'm going to call them out because I can, because I got their privilege. You usually, usually, uh, we only listen to our own, right? I'm hoping that you'll listen to me because, you know, I'm awesome. And, you know, I'm hoping we're mates. I'm hoping you'll listen to me. But the reality is, is that we usually only listen to our own. So if you were that voice in your own people saying, hey, mate, that's not cool, then you will begin to understand if you start practicing that for a starter, you will begin to understand the ripple effect that you will create. People will freak and people will love. People will freak out because they're like, oh, God, he's turned into one of them or she's turned into one of them. They will also love and respect you for it. People will also love and respect you for it. So if you can get past the awkwardness first, there is total untapped potential that you could become a an incredible human being, for starters, but also an evolved bicultural human being in this land of ours that we share together. What y'all think? Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If I have offended anybody, oh well, it's just an opinion. Like seriously, it's not going to affect your life unless you want it to and to make real positive change. And I mean change from both sides. Like I'm not all about pointing the finger at non-Māori. I also like to look at my own and say, how can we move forward as well? Because there are some things that we must accept ourselves and that we must also leave behind in order to make way for a better and evolved future. If y'all got a comment to share or some thoughts, please, please do. Let me know what you think. Let's have a cordial. Everyone have a great day. Kia ora.